Hi, welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Enjoy the message. So today is Mother's Day, and so I want to wish all of the moms of Lighthouse Vineyard Happy Mother's Day. And we did something fun this week, and we actually put a gift bag together for moms, and we delivered them last night, and we are hoping we didn't miss anybody. So if you did not get a gift bag on your doorstep, please let us know, and we would love to get one to you. We're just... We just want to make sure every mom of um, Lighthouse Vineyard got a gift bag for Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day. So today is the Mother's Day message. And so we are going to have a conversation. And I want to introduce these two awesome people with me. This is my niece, Melissa, who is also kind of a daughter to me. And this is my daughter, Becca. And we are going to have a conversation about role models because that's the topic of today, is what does it look like to have a role model in your life? And so I have a few questions for them, and we're just going to have a conversation about that, and um, we're just going to go through these questions. So, first question. Who is your role model, and why is this person a role model to you? Um, My two main role models are actually you two. (gasps) Yeah. Um, mainly, the main reason that I could think of was because both of you practically raised me, and Mm -hmm. I spend the most time with you, and you two are the most influential women that are in my life right now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and, like, you keep me accountable on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. What about you, Melissa? Um, I have multiple role models in my life. But um, I would say the you're one of the most, <laughs> the more consistent one. Yeah. Because um, you also helped raise me, and, um, and I do have a couple of friends that have been really important in my spiritual walk mm-hmm. mentorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so you have role models besides me. Mm-hmm. I know you have a couple more, which mm-hmm. is awesome, and you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and my role model in my life is my mom. So she has obviously played a big role in my life. But yeah, she is, has been a very influential person in my life. So our next question is, what is one life lesson you have learned from your role model? I know there are so many life lessons <laughs> that we learn, but can you pinpoint one that you would want to highlight? Um, just one. Um, I would say, so if I think of all of the life lessons, where I'm at today, um, it's more of the spiritual side of things. And so for me, if I kind of umbrella all of them, so I was kind of asking God, like, what are the consistencies with all of these life lessons? And I felt like he took me back to, um, all the way back to the thoughts. And so... Just where I'm at today, it, he just takes me deeper every time I think about things. And so um, so if I would have listened to my role models back then, um, I probably would have had different life experiences. However, it took me back to the thoughts and the fact of there's a reason he says to hold every thought captive. There's a reason he says to, to um, 
have renewal of the mind. There's a reason he says daily bread mm-hmm. and um, to die to our flesh daily. And those were just the things that were standing out to me. Um, but yeah, and if I would have known that back then, so Becca, we could go over that. Um, <laughs> um, but if I would have known that, like, and what those meant and all of that back then, um, it probably would have looked a lot different in my life. Mm-hmm. So is so I is this something that your mentors or role models have taught you that they have like spoken into your life and have like modeled for you? I would say probably more so over the last four years when I've allowed other people to come in and like spiritually mentor me as well, but I was also ready for it. Right. But I do remember even younger than Becca, um, when I was like 16, a time where I was hiding CDs because I knew that they were not good for me, and I remember hiding them, and I remember you calling me out on it, and then I was like, okay, she's right, and so, yeah, <laughs> that was, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what about you? What is one life lesson um, that you've learned? One of them is, um, what are your intentions? Who are you trying to please in the moment mm-hmm. type thing? Um because in the past couple years, I've kind of struggled with people-pleasing rather than only pleasing God and giving God all the glory. Mm-hmm. Because as a Christian, um, we're supposed to do everything that honors God and to give Him all the glory. Mm-hmm. So um, the past couple years when I started meeting with mm-hmm. Melissa a lot more, um, she, you would ask me the question of, like, who are you trying to please? with this decision, who you're trying to please, and with, like, what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, that's a really big thing that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, my mom has taught me how to have grace for people. She's taught me how to live a life of wisdom, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to practice wisdom, and how to live a life that's honoring to God. Um, She has just done that really well, and so... Um, she's always, she's also taught, I remember as a young lady, like a teenager, even a little girl, I remember seeing my mom at the table with her Bible open and reading her Bible and studying her Bible. And so she has just, um, she has just honored God and she has been such a really good example of what that looks like and being loyal and just being a good friend. And um, yeah, she's just been a really good example of all that. And how to be a good wife, you know, loving unconditionally and just showing a lot of grace for people as well. Which is grandma and she's still like that. And she's still like that. (laughs) She's pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So our next question is, so we all, want to give some kind of advice. So what kind of advice would you give to someone when they are looking for a role model? What kind of role model should we have in our lives? Um, I would say, so I, like as far as role model goes, when I think of role model, I think of spiritual mentor, Mm -hmm. because that's where I'm at in my life. And so, um, so for me, a spiritual mentor, I want somebody that will Meet me where I'm at, let me tell them where I'm at, and let me 
share, you know, just in the moment, the emotions and everything that goes with it. But then they don't let me stay there. Mm -hmm. They let me, you know, they take me higher. They take me to the next level and then um, help me get to God's perspective and take it to Jesus because ultimately that's what we are to do. And so, um, so yeah, that's been huge in my life. And some of the new people that have come alongside are, I've noticed are like six months to a year ahead of me. And so like, it's really cool to see like they just went through that and then get to bring me up into it and pull me higher every time. Uh So, yeah. So they have, they speak it and, but they've also lived it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you've seen them walk through some of that too. Yeah. Lived it and then get to help me live it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) What about you? Um, the biggest thing for me right now, when I look for someone to mentor or, um, a role model (laughs) is someone who, um, lives out what they preach. Mm. Um, because I've met a lot of people who say one thing, but they do the opposite and it's a big pet peeve of mine because I just don't like it and it's like why you just told me to do this one thing but you're actually doing the complete opposite so why would you expect me to do that yeah so um yeah just looking for someone who lives what they preach and um is genuine with who they are Mm -hmm. and their relationship with God Mm -hmm. and is very honest and clear Mm -hmm. yeah you both said what I would say. <laughs> That's odd. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you have learned well. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I would, I've had several, I've had quite a few role models or mentors in my life as well. And yeah, someone who's going to call you out mm-hmm. on the things that, mm, yeah, you don't really want to be called out on, but but it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Someone who has your best interests in mind and who loves you and really cares for you. Someone who's going to honor and value your relationship and, and ultimately your relationship with God cares about yeah. that more mm-hmm. than saying the hard things or doing the hard things, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. And someone who's going to practice what they preach and live it out. Yeah. Yeah. Live the truth mm-hmm. and be honoring to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, awesome. Yay. So, thanks for being with us. And you are free to go. And I'm going to stay here and I'm going to keep talking. But you are free to go. Okay. Okay. This is where we exit. This is where you exit. I like those girls. So we are going to transition into the message now, and it's interesting because they answered some of the questions in a way that are actually transitioning into the message time. So, um, so we're actually in a series about identity. What does our identity in Christ look like? And God created us to be role models to the people around us, to be an example of who he is to people around us. And so um, so today we're going to look in the Bible and look at an example of a role model or a mentor. We're going to be in the book of Titus. And Paul was 
a mentor to Titus. He taught Titus how to lead and he taught him how to do ministry. And Paul called out leadership in Titus and he um, positioned Titus in a place of le leading the churches in Crete. And so the letter, the letter of Titus, the book of Titus, I should say, is actually a letter giving instruction on how to lead the church in Crete and, and teaching them how to live a righteous life. So we are going to be in the second chapter of Titus, but I want to say, guys, by the way, this is Mother's Day. It's true, but this is all for, also for you. It's for men and women because Paul and Titus are also speaking to men. And the section of scripture that we're looking at today is for men and women. So we are in Titus 2, and we're going to read verses 1 through 6. As for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These old women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. In the same way, encourage the young men to live wisely. So to, the title of today's message is Role Model, Stepping Up to Be a Positive Example. But let me pray, and then I will give you two points to consider. So Holy Spirit, would you come? And would you be just all over this message? Because it's important to you. It's important to, me, to you that we set an example to others around us, um, the example of who Jesus is. And so, um, Lord, I pray that you would use my voice to speak your truth. Lord, I ask that your words would come out of my mouth, and Lord, that they would be um, like arrows hitting hearts and minds and changing lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So your first fill-in for today, the first point is, each of us can be a positive role model by saying what we mean. Words are powerful. <laughs> words are very important, and so it's important that we mean what we say we say what we mean so in the second verse of titus it's actually titus 2 verse 3 similarly teach the older women to live in a way that honors god they must not slander others or be heavy drinkers instead they should teach others what is good we teach by using our words one of the ways we teach is by using our words so today we are actually going to look at the greatest example of a role model. Jesus is the best example that we can use as a role model. He has influenced more people than anybody in history has ever influenced. And Jesus did this in three years. He had three years of ministry time and he 
was very intentional with how he influenced people. And one of the things that he did was speak. He taught a lot. And he had a relationship with his 12 disciples and he spent a lot of time just interacting with them and teaching them. Um, one of, I found this quote, it's by John Maxwell, it's hard to improve when you have no one else but yourself to follow. We can't just assume that we're going to be our best role model. We need someone else who's going to be a role model for us. And the best role model that we have is Jesus. So we're going to look at his relationship with his disciples. And because he was a mentor, he was a role model. He lived by example, and he was very intentional with how he taught and trained them. He said things and did things that no one else ever did. And um, we're going to jump into Luke 11, verses 1 through 4. This is a really great... Um, section where he he taught his disciples. Luke 11, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And in this section of scripture, he then teaches them how to pray. He teaches them the Lord's Prayer. And just a few weeks ago, Matt taught about the Lord's Prayer, and this is what he was teaching them. He verbally taught them how to pray. And then in verse, on, verse 2, he goes on, he says to them, he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone else who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. So Jesus used his words in teaching them how to pray because words are powerful. This is how we pray. Many times in Jesus' interactions with his disciples, he was talking to them. There was conversation going on. He was giving them instruction. In Matthew 5, um, the first few verses, it says, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. I can imagine Jesus sitting down, and his disciples just automatically come and sit down around him. <laughs> and they want him to teach them about life. How do we do this life? And because he was a teacher, and he used his words very well. And so they were just used to his teaching. And in verse 2, he says he began to teach them. And then he goes on to teach them the Beatitudes, what we call the Beatitudes. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And it goes so on and so on. He taught them. And um, in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's packed full of Jesus' teaching. And... Just in Matthew alone, he taught them um, how to be salt and light to the people around them. He taught them about adultery, he taught them about murder, divorce, eye for an eye, and loving how to love their enemies, how to be generous. He taught them about prayer, fasting, not worrying, and just going on and on. He's taught so much. 
and he was very intentional with his teachings. So he taught and what it looks like to be to live a life honoring to God. Living a life honoring to God is understanding how to love your enemies. It's understanding how to forgive. It's an understanding of how to have grace for other people. It's understanding how to love other people well. And what does it look like to not have a divorce? How does it look like to stick out your your marriage through the tough times? That's what he was teaching. And we are blessed to have the scriptures so that we can also learn from that. So the thing is, is that too many times we're afraid of speaking up. Jesus was not afraid to speak up. He was not embarrassed. He was not shy. When there was something that needed to be said, he said it. And I think too many times we're afraid of speaking up because we're afraid of what people are going to think about us. We're afraid of offending someone. We're afraid of saying the wrong thing. We're afraid that it's just not the right thing to say. And so we need to use the words that the Lord gives us. So I have a question for you. So when is the last time you taught someone a spiritual value? When is the last time you had a conversation with someone just talking about what is, what's God doing in your life and how can you do better and someone who challenges you? Have you when's the last time you had that conversation with someone? Because that's a powerful time and it's a much needed conversation. And along with that, transitioning on to point two, each of us can be a positive example by doing what we say. We have words, but we need to follow up with those words. When I was talking, you know, when Becca was talking, she, she said, I want someone who is going to model what they are saying. Someone who's going to practice what they're preaching. And that is a good role model. So we need to follow up with our actions. Titus 2, verses 2 through 5. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. And then verse, skipping down to verse 4. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. When I was talking about my mom being my role model, she taught me all these things. <laughs> she taught me how to love my husband, how to be submissive to my husband. She taught me how to love my children, to live a life that is wise and pure and to work in my home and to do good and to exercise self-control, to live a life worthy of respect, all these things, you know, and I didn't realize she was teaching me all this until I read this. I'm like, wow, she really did teach me all this just by living it out. She lived it out. My mom is a woman of very few words, but she lives out these things and she taught me by living it out. Looking back at Jesus's life again, he lived everything out that he taught with his words. 
He taught compassion when he healed the sick. He taught humility when he washed the disciples' feet. He taught power. He displayed his power when he calmed the rough seas, when there was a storm on the sea, and he called it out, and he calmed it. He showed his power. And he also stood up for what was right. When he cleared the temple, the temple is a place of worship, but it was being used as a marketplace. And he's like, this is not what this is meant to be. And so he cleared it out and he stood up for what is right. And he protected the purpose of the temple. He stood up for what is right. And he showed love when he prayed for his disciples. And she showed kindness and he showed tenderness and he also shows justice by standing up for what is right. And Jesus simply just cared for people and he simply loved people. And um, he walked out what he taught. In 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1 it says, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. We are to follow the example of Christ. We are to love like he loved we are to be kind like he was kind. We are to stand up for what is right just like he did. We are to show humility like he did and to be compassionate like he was. And so um, one example that I can, can um, think of is that we as parents, I'm going to talk to parents right now. How did you teach your children to talk? Did you send them to a classroom? <laughs> and send them to a teacher for a teacher to teach them how to talk. No, we just did it. We just talked to them and we talked to each other. And that's how we all learned how to talk is we just saw it done. And teaching, I remember teaching my kids to color in the lines. I showed them how to do it. And then they were like, oh, that's how I do it. And so you teach them by showing them and teaching them how to draw. You draw, I'm an awful drawer, but you know, just simply <laughs> drawing a stick figure, human. You do it by showing them and also learning sign language. You can't learn sign language by telling someone how to do it. You have to show them how to do it. It's living by example, it's showing them how to live it out. Because reality is, people are watching us. People are watching us all the time, um, especially our children. It's amazing to me how my children will do things that I have done and I had no idea they were watching me doing it at the time. People are watching us all the time. Some role models in scripture, it happens over and over again in scripture, is as Moses invested in Joshua and he raised up a new leader. Moses was a leader. He taught Joshua how to lead through his words and through his actions. He taught Joshua how to lead. Paul invested in Timothy and Titus, and he taught them how to build the church. They built the church together. And now because Titus learned how to build the church, we get to learn from him. <laughs> we get to learn from Paul. I mean, thousands of years later, we get to learn from them. 
because people are watching us all the time. It may be the little person, little boy or girl sitting at your feet while you're doing dishes or working on a project. They're listening to you and they are watching you. It may be the person in the cubicle next to you. That person is listening to your conversations even when you don't know that person is listening to you or they're watching your interactions. They're watching how you're interacting with other people. And it may be your neighbor next door or down the street. Um, they're watching how we're doing things, how we're interacting, and um, maybe how our lives have changed because of Jesus. And it's impossible to influence everyone in the world, but if we can influence one person and that one person's life changes because of us, that's powerful. Our story can be, become part of God's story by doing that. And I would encourage you, well, one question I have is, what have we learned about being a positive role model? What I, how I have learned how to be a positive role model is simply um, having people in my life who I respect and honor. But also, digging into the Word, there's the, what we call the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And they're the first four books in the New Testament of the Bible. These four books, the four Gospels, are full of stories of how Jesus lived his life and how he taught his disciples how to live their lives well and how to live their lives honoring to God and how to be leaders in ministry. And um, I'm going to go on a little rant, not a little rant. I'm going to go off my notes for a little bit. We are all leaders in one way, shape, or form. As parents, you are leaders in your home. As a student, you may be a leader in your classroom. You have peers that are looking up to you. You are, you may be a leader in your workplace. You may be a leader in your, um, in just the, in the relationships that you have around you. There is someone that is looking up to you and that makes you a leader. <laughs> And we all have some form of leadership in us. You may not be on the stage. You may not be on in front of the camera like I am right now. But we all are leading in one way or another. And that gives us a responsibility of being a positive role model and to live the kind of life that is honoring to God. We all have the res that responsibility. As adults, we do. Um, like even our daughter in high school, she had peers going up, coming up to her, asking her for advice um, just because of where she is in her life with Christ. And um, we all have some kind of responsibility as leadership. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are a great place to go see what it means to be a great leader, how to be a great role model, and to live a life that is honoring to God. Your last fill-in for today is when we live a life that's honoring to God, we are a good role model.
it's a no fail situation. As long as we have a focus on what it means to honor God and we're willing to live that kind of life, we will be a good role model. And we can't fail too much <laughs> when we do that. Because we're human, we're not going to be perfect with that, but that's okay. But if we focus on living a life honoring to God, we can be a good example to those around us. Let me pray and we'll finish up here. So Lord Jesus, I thank you for the kind of life that you have lived and the kind of role model that you have, that you have lived, that you are perfect. You are the perfect role model. You are the perfect influencer. So Lord, we thank you that we have you to look, to, look up to. We have you to honor and respect and appreciate. So God, I pray that you would point out the things in our lives that we may need to change, that we, need to may, uh, that we may need to um, shift a little bit. Um, so God, I thank you for teaching us today and, and being in the midst of our conversations. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you for um, being with us today and have a good week. Well, that's it for today's message. We hope we helped you know God more intimately. If you feel our ministry is helping you spiritually, feel free to find out more about us at lighthouseofvineyard.church. Thank you for being part of our family, and we will see you next time.